What is up everybody? This is Nerding Out Sports and it has been a long time since I've made a video. Um, a lot of it because, you know, life has just been very busy lately and also I've also been lazy. You know, I'm just going to say it. I've been lazy. There have been times where I've wanted to make videos and I've just been like, I'll do it another time. And um, procrastination is a real thing. Anyway, it is good to be back. And I just want to talk about the Giants offseason, you know, give my two cents on what we, the moves we made and what I feel about them. So, of course, we start things off with the big cat himself, Leonard Williams. The first big move of the Giants offseason, they put the franchise tag on him, basically telling us they want to re-sign him, and that's exactly what they did. Giving him a big three-year, $63 million contract, and for good reason. He has been arguably our best defensive player over the last year and a half that we got him and he didn't show up in the stat sheet that first half a season right he didn't have he had half a sack everyone was like what is this guy doing here it was a bad trade blah 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 and then last year he went off a career high 11 and a half sacks there's no doubt he has been one of our better players and it was always going to be a matter of who do the Giants resign, Williams or Tomlinson? And the thing is, as much as I love Dalvin Tomlinson, there was really no wrong answer there. If they re-signed Tomlinson, they'd probably save a heck of a lot more money. But Leonard Williams has had a significant impact on this defense. It is very good to have him back, and I cannot wait to see what he does this year and beyond with this Patrick Graham-led defense. Next up, of course, Kenny Galladay. I mean, this was... A huge move. The Giants practically held him hostage during the days of negotiations for his contract. And they needed to get a player like this. They said they needed to get playmakers. And this is exactly what they did. Getting probably the best free agent on the market in Kenny Galladay. Offers that 6-4, go-up-and-get-it type receiver that the Giants have really needed. Daniel Jones has his Plaxico. This is a very comparable move to when the Giants signed Plaxico Burris back in 05. They gave Eli that dynamic playmaker to add on to the guys they already had on the roster. Now, there is some injury concern with Galladay. Last year had to deal with the hip injury, but the statistics are there before that. 2018, 2019, back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons. And in 2019, he was very good. 11 touchdowns on his 65 receptions. So... The Giants get that dynamic playmaker they've really been wanting, and Galladay is a true number one, and um, now it's time to see Daniel Jones take off. Now, having that true number one wide receiver is going to allow Sterling Shepard to move back to the slot where he is most comfortable, where he is at his best, and also is going to allow Darius Slayton, you know, not many eyes are going to be on him now from the opposing defenses. He's another guy that could really benefit from the addition of Kenny Galladay. The Giants offense has a lot of potential just with this one signing alone. And continuing on with the big money signing trend, we have Adore Jackson, the cornerback, formerly of the Tennessee Titans. And this is Logan Ryan, man. This is Logan Ryan doing some of that recruiting he said he was going to do this offseason. Another player that the Giants seemingly held hostage during negotiations. They called in the big guns. We need to get this guy. He was a surprise cut by the Tennessee Titans, a lot of teams trying to clear cap space this offseason with good reason. And Adore Jackson was a cap casualty. And I'm very happy to have him. Since 2018, an 85.6 coverage grade when lining up on the outside. And I know a lot of people don't really like PFF. 
but that is a very good stat to look at. Now, again, much like Galladay, there are some injury concerns there, but if he is healthy, this is a true, I mean, he's a number one on a lot of teams. He becomes a true number two corner alongside James Bradbury on this defense. With this signing, this secondary is absolutely stacked. From the cornerback position to the safety position, Adore Jackson really gives the Giants an elite secondary that they have not had for a very long time. And man, am I excited to see it. Keeping on with the defensive trend, we have, and please, I hope I do not butcher this, Ifedi Odenigbo. I hope I said that right. If I didn't, I am sorry. But I am really excited about this move. Signed for a really cheap $2.5 million contract. Was very effective with the Vikings the last couple of seasons. Had seven sacks in 2019, along with 13 quarterback hits. He only had three and a half sacks last year, but he did have 15 quarterback hits. So he has shown the ability to get to the cornerback. And for a cheap deal, to add an effective edge rusher on a defense that really needs it, you can't complain. This is one of those moves that might not look like much when it was when it was made, but can really pay off. This is a guy that with our very strong defensive front, he maybe could match that seven sack total. Even if he doesn't, if he gets around three, four, five sacks, whatever it may be, but he has shown the ability to get to the quarterback and the Giants need as many guys on this defense that can do that. And they lost Kyler Fackrell. They traded away Marcus Golden last year. Odenigbo on a $2.5 million contract seems like a steal. Another great move by Gettleman. And another cheap deal that can pay off in the long run is linebacker Reggie Ragland, former Detroit Lion and Kansas City Chief. Ragland signing another cheap deal. I think the total was about $1.1 million or something like that. But a very effective player for a cheap contract. 2018 with the Chiefs. He was a 15-game starter, had 86 tackles, didn't play as much with the Lions the last couple of seasons, didn't have as many starts, but another good tackler, and this is another guy that the Giants can put alongside Blake Martinez, kind of have a rotation for that middle linebacker two position with him and Tay Crowder, who was very effective in his rookie year last year, and you can never have too much depth. And I think the reason this move is so big to me it's because he's a solid player, one. We're going to have a good rotation alongside Blake Martinez, number two. And we don't have to see Devontae Downs as much on the field defensively. He can stick to special teams where he's probably more effective. I really like this move. But those are the main five moves that the Giants made that I'm really impressed about. Or I should say excited about. But the Giants have made a bunch of other moves that have really just made this roster so much better. Kyle Rudolph, a really big red zone target, and I think it's going to open things up for Evan Ingram to erase what was a really rough 2020, go into this next season with a fresh mindset. Brought in John Ross, another good depth piece. Devontae Booker, solid running back two behind Saquon Barkley. Mike Glennon, the backup quarterback. Ryan Anderson, some more depth off the edge. Uh, Zach Fulton, veteran offensive guard. Probably shouldn't start. But depth is never a bad thing on the offensive line. We as Giants fans know that. Danny Shelton, that is a big move. And it's not just because he's a big guy. It makes the loss of Dalvin Tomlinson hurt a little bit less. Because Danny Shelton is a very effective run stuffer like Dalvin Tomlinson was. He isn't on the same level, but it's definitely it definitely makes the loss of Tomlinson hurt just a little bit less. I really do like 
the move for Danny Shelton. And overall, I'm very, very happy with this Giants offseason. Dave Gettleman and company, they knocked it out of the park. So let me know what you guys think in the comments section down below. What move the Giants have made so far this offseason has you the most excited? And um, yeah, it feels good to be back. It has been too long since I have put out a video. And I definitely want to do some stuff for the draft. Maybe some players I want the Giants to target. Maybe a mock draft or two while we have a couple of weeks to go. But yes, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Happy to be back talking Giants football. Be sure to like and subscribe. Let's go Giants. And I will see you guys next time. Peace out.